0: Good afternoon, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is, what happens when the seller of a dental office absolutely refuses to believe in the valuation of their office? or accept offers that don't meet their criteria and value. So we'll talk about that. Anyway, we're now, uh, we're in 28 states, we have 10 employees, and uh, including two CPA accountants. We're available to you 363 days a year, every day except Christmas and Easter. And you can reach us from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day. Our phone number is 201-663-0935. Our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwide nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. So give us a call even if you just want to chat. We'll be happy and get some free advice. Happy to talk to you. And also we'll help you appraise your practice if you need We can assist you there. All the information you're about to hear is uh, for entertainment purposes only. Now, I have been a dentist for 25 years and doing the dental practice brokerage for 13 years. So, we've gained a little bit of knowledge and be happy to share it with you. Now, if you are thinking about selling to a DSO, uh, please give us a call. Because often they will pay our commission. So, there's no commission to the buyer. And... At the same time, if you work with us, based on certain criteria, we can get legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. So give us a ring and we'll help you out. Now, what do you do in this circumstance? A seller absolutely insists his practice or their, her practice, whatever, is worth more than the appraised value. More than the average buyer is willing to pay. And they base it on the future, the potential, which has some relevance, of course, because people are still building practices from scratch. So if you build a practice from scratch, it's a 100% potential. So what we have here is a situation where we have a seller that says the potential is here, I'm only working part-time, and all you gotta do is put a little effort in and you'll turn this place around. Absolutely turn it around, you have nothing to worry about. Well, a practice is based on values of previous monies that have come in, on the cash flow and so forth. But some sellers feel so strongly that those numbers don't pertain to them. And I do, I can see their point, they put their life into a practice. And some of them feel this practice is worth more than any cash flow analysis and whatever most buyers are willing to pay. So in situations like this, I have to say that, yes, you could overpay for a practice to some extent, but you're going to make that money back. So you know, you're going to make it back because of business. Uh, you're buying a business. You're not buying inanimate uh, object like a house. That doesn't generate money, so that's one point of view. But you simply can have uh, sellers that are stubborn and are not willing to uh, not willing to budge on price. That's it. They are not budging, and uh, then where are you? What do you do in those circumstances? And we have a situation like that now. Like who's right? I mean, who's really right in this situation? And I would say that, you know, in a sense, the seller's right. And in a sense, the buyer's right. Both people are right. But you've got to put a deal together, right? You've got to get the deal together. And if somebody has to budge, the buyer is either always gonna pay more than the appraised value, or the seller is gonna have to negotiate and say, that's it. I'll come down in price. I've often said that a practice is only worth what the buyer's willing to pay, the bank is willing to finance, and the seller will let it go for. If the seller's stubborn and insists his practice is worth more, well, all we could do is find a buyer that is gonna think above and beyond an average appraised value. So certain practices may warrant that, but you have to understand the feelings of a seller and the feelings of a buyer. And it is hard because, up in, I believe, Canada, they're getting 100 to 125% of the gross. California could be 85% and higher. Fairfax, Virginia County, they're getting 85% or higher. So it is a regional type thing. But where this practice is located, uh, those are the numbers. Maybe it's a 65 to 84% range. Different in every area, uh, but you've got to deal with the emotions. So you as a seller, if we can't find a buyer that's willing to pay, then then I guess you just keep the practice. But then why are you selling it in the first place? If we can't find a buyer that wants to pay for your potential and a bank that's willing to finance it, You're going to have to keep the practice. So a decision has to be made. How long do you want to hold on to the practice? How's your health? If your health goes bad, the value of the practice plummets significantly. A buyer, if a buyer is going to wait and find another practice, um, you could do that. But it could take you six months. In the six-month time period, you may have made up that difference of what the seller wants and what you're willing to pay. So it's, uh, it's a decision that has to be made. Anyway, we have new practices coming out all the time. Make sure you are on our YouTube channel and listening. Uh, And our new email blast goes out every year, every four to six weeks, sometimes sooner. So make sure you're on our list by signing our non-disclosure agreement, and we'll get that information to you. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to speaking to you again sometime. Thank you. Bye.